Welcome to The Course Consultant Show, a show dedicated to help you launch your online course with ease. Get ready to hear from successful course creators who ditched the nine to five, gained passive income on their couch, and took charge of their dreams. Here's your host, Melody Johnson, a professional online course designer and lover of all things chocolate. Welcome back to The Course Consultant Show. I'm very excited to have Andrea Jones on the show. Andrea Jones is fiercely committed to helping businesses and podcasters build profitable communities online, woot woot, through her amazing simple social media solutions. Not only is she incredibly knowledgeable about her topics on social media, she's been featured in places like HubSpot, Aweber, and WordPress, and she's named on one of Social Media Report's top marketers to follow in 2019. She's also the host of the Savvy Social podcast and creator of SavvySocialSchool.com, hence why I'm having her on the show. She's dedicated to simplifying social media through easy-to-follow courses, hey, professional guidance, and community support. Outside of teaching and training, she spends most of her time serving her full-service clients and practicing what she preaches by implementing some organic social media strategies for businesses and brands that want to grow an engaged audience online. Andrea, thank you so, so much for being on the show today. I am so thrilled to chat with you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this conversation. Yeah. So I really want to start this conversation off with a fun fact If you could have one night to eat a dessert and you could never, ever eat a dessert again, what kind of dessert would you eat and why? Okay, so my guilty pleasure is creme brulee. Um, I love it. And I feel like if I just had to eat one dessert, that's my go-to. Otherwise, I'm a straight up like vanilla ice cream girl. Oh my gosh, vanilla ice cream is a good classic one. And creme brulee, mmm, it's fancy taste. I think like I am kind of a dessert person myself and I love all things dessert. And I feel like my favorite show is probably um, the Great British Baking Show. I am obsessed with that show. It's such a good one. (laughs) Yes. I love watching people cook and bake. I don't know what about it. Just makes me feel personally accomplished, even though I'm not doing anything but cheering them on. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I, I get so hungry. I'm like, I wish I could bake like that, but I can't. (laughs) Same here. Same, same. Awesome. Okay. So let's kind of dig in a little bit about your bread and butter and that social media strategy. I know you are a course creator yourself. You have your Savvy Social School and you talk a lot about developing a social media strategy that kind of has a purpose that leads people to convert into potential sales. So can you talk a little bit about social media strategy for people who are selling e-commerce products such as courses, maybe an e-book, you know, maybe they have some sort of consultations that they provide for people? Yeah. So I like to think of it as a sales funnel. And this the idea of a sales funnel isn't unique to me. This, If you Google sales funnels, you'll see a lot of phrases about sales funnels. But mine is really focused on the social side of it. So it's almost like building a relationship. And I like to think of this as dating. So when you're looking for your person, your ideal match, um, you kind of, you know, 
date around, even someone who you think is perfect for you may not feel the same way about you. So it's really putting yourself out there and really nurturing any relationships that you do make. Um, So that's how I like to think of the sales funnel. There's four different phases. The first stage is the attract stage. So you're just trying to find that perfect person. And it's a little bit of a numbers game. It's a little bit of like, how many people can you possibly reach? Um, Then the next phase is the convert phase. So they maybe know about you, but they're not fully bought in yet. So you need to give them something else. And this is where like a lead magnet would come in or a free offer or some reason for you to take that relationship deeper with them. Um, It doesn't even have to be complicated. Some people use uh, direct messages as their kind of next step into working with them. Some people use Facebook groups, um, or you can go the route of using like a lead magnet into like an email sequence. The next stage is that convert stage. So it's actually getting that social media follower into a deeper relationship with you. And then getting them to opt into your offer. So that's your course. That's your digital product. Um, But the last stage is the one that we often forget about, which is the advocate stage. And it's one of the most important stages when it comes to building a business online. We live in this world where people have bought stuff online before and been totally burned by it. You know, they've bought a course and logged in and it's like three videos and they're like, what did I pay for? Or they bought a book and it was like 50 pages long and they're like, this is it. So you really need those people who purchase your products. They log in, they see your course materials and go, wow, this is so awesome. I have to tell somebody because those people are going to be your bread and butter. If you think about like, the Amy Porterfields of the world or Marie Forleo's. Like, why is B-School such a huge deal? It's because there's so many other people talking about it. And so that stage is the most important. And that's the stage where um, social media comes into play as well for continuing the relationship with your students and with the, the customers that you get through your digital product. Yeah, no, I, I like the idea of having advocates who are engaged fans after they purchase and you're continuing to to develop that relationship. So it doesn't stop right there at the end of checkout. It continues. And then those people will say, hey, you know, so-and-so, I took this amazing course. I bought this great ebook and I, I want everybody to know how amazing it is. And then that helps to sell your course as well. Um, so that's fantastic. You know, One thing that I know a lot of people kind of struggle with is understanding what do I post when I'm trying to sell some sort of content out there, whether it's a course or an ebook. How do you strategize with your, you know, um, your clients that you work with and maybe, you know, help to support your current students? How do you help them walk through the process of generating valuable content that will attract people that are going to potentially convert into sales for uh, future courses and products? Yeah, that's such a great question because I think a lot of us get stumped. Like we go to Facebook or we open up Instagram and then we go, wait, I I have to say something. What do I say? I don't know. Um, So we want to kind of avoid that like mind blanking moment with just a little bit of planning. And so I like to plan out what I call the five pillars of content. These are a really great place to start for beginners. And if you've already been posting, you can see which of these pillars relate to you with something that you can tweak and add into your current strategy. 
Um, so the first pillar is your promotional pillar. That one's kind of easy because we know that's what we're here to do. We're here to promote our offer. But oftentimes, we go right to the uh, end goal. We go, this is a course. It's got 12 videos and a PDF. And that's what we talk about on social media. When in fact, what we need to do when we're promoting our offer is talk about the transformation. So talk about what your client, your customer, your purchaser, like what will they get after they sign up for your ebook or join your program? How will they feel? How will their life be different? So for instance, if you have um, Instapot recipes and you're going to teach people how to you know, use Instapot, yes, you could say I've got 50 recipes for Instapot, but what you're probably going to also want to say is you're going to cut your prep time in half. If you're a busy mom and you're looking for recipes, that's going to attract you. You're going to be like, yeah, I want to cut my prep time in half. I don't want to spend all this time making all of these meals. Um, and so Think about those transformational kind of items when you're going about writing those promotional posts. But there's four other categories of posts. So I don't want you to get stuck on promoting, <laughs> promoting, promoting all the time because yeah. we get caught in that loop, right? And it's an honest thing because we're excited about what we just created. We put a lot of energy into it. Uh, but we have to remember that social media is kind of interruptive. You know, people are kind of scrolling looking for entertainment or they're just looking. And so they weren't necessarily looking for what you're offering. So you may have to lead them in with some other types of content. So the second pillar is educational content. So I'll use my Instapot trainer for a while. So you may want to create a post that even just describes why an Instapot is valuable. Okay, You're educating your audience. Um, next up, we have a community post, which I really like to use to showcase that you're not the only person talking about this topic, or there's other things that your audience may be interested in. So if you're interested in Instapot, then you may also be interested on this article about Tupperware that I found, and you can share that. Uh, the fourth pillar is your entertainment pillar. And this one's great because we love being entertained on social media. Um, so think about a meme or even like a behind the scenes content piece, like you creating your project or something like that. Um, and then the fifth pillar is your engagement pillar. So this piece of content is purely here to get your audience to engage with you. Because the more they engage with you, the more likely they are to see that promotional post when it comes down the pipeline. So think about a question or a quote or something engaging or something controversial. Think about how you can spark a conversation. And so if you approach your social media posts with those five pillars in mind, you're giving yourself quite a balance of content to talk about on social media without always promoting what you're doing, but still talking about the topics that are relevant and that will lead people into your digital product. Yeah, I love that you're talking about kind of nurturing and educating your audience. A lot of the things that I've seen on your website include testimonials about how great of a teacher you are. And as part of being an online business, specifically in the entrepreneurship space, I think education and training is so vital, not only for your business to you know generate revenue, but it's also to help people solve the problem that they're facing and to guide people through that process takes 
some some training, some some work, some development, some planning, and it also it requires some feedback. And I love that you've provided tons of feedback through your trainings online. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about the development phase of uh, your current program that you offer for? And I've noticed on your website such amazing content that you have available, plus templates, love templates. So tell us more about your program. Yes. So it's called the Savvy Social School, and I designed it as a membership program. So it initially was individual courses, but what I was finding was that I was constantly updating it. Being in the industry that I'm in, social media changes, like Facebook looks completely different than when I started recording my training. So there's that. Um, So I'm always having to update it. But I was also finding that a lot of students don't just need a course on Instagram, or they need more than a course on LinkedIn. And so I needed a place where they could almost like a buffet pick and choose what was relevant to them today, but still be able to have something relevant to them three months from now, six months from now, and a year from now as their business grows. And so it's a membership model. Um, There's courses on individual topics like Instagram and LinkedIn, uh, but there's also trainings on specific things like how to go live on Facebook. Um, But then there's also the templates, as you mentioned, uh, which is a fan favorite where I will design uh, Instagram or Pinterest and graphics for students and they can just edit them or just download them and post them themselves. Absolutely. And I love the idea that you have tried to provide an overall solution to a very complex process, which is social media strategy. There's so many platforms out there. There are so many different kinds of niches out there that to provide something so that people can take it and immediately apply so that they can get going in their businesses is an amazing tool. Um, So let's talk a little bit more about the development of your school and your program for your membership. What kind of resources or tools did you find helpful either, you know, in the past or currently that helped you get to the finish line and just put it out there into the world? Yeah. So I use Teachable to build, like that's the tech that builds the school, but I started off like creating my own WordPress site. Um, I followed the membership guys. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, They're amazing at teaching people how to build memberships. So as soon as I knew I wanted to go from course to membership, they were the first really thing that I invested in. Um, And one of their pieces of advice is to use WordPress. I tried that route, didn't work for me. So I I didn't like that part of it. Um, For me, Teachable was just, it's easier. And my students were having a bit of tech issues with the site. Um, And so just to make things clean and easy, I use Teachable. Um, So that's that. And then part of the development was more coaching. So when it comes to social media, um, there's a lot of things you could do. From Instagram stories to Pinterest strategies to, you know, creating weekly videos that not everyone has the bandwidth to do. And so one of the things that I developed as well was coaching, which actually is a lot easier for me because I don't have to like create programs all the time. I can literally just get on a group coaching call with my students and give them what they need now that they can use to make a difference in their business. Um, so anyways, membership guys really helped me with that. I really followed their model for the coaching piece. Um, even for like the sales and marketing, they have some really good um, strategies for like building a membership, 
keeping that membership going with the advocates and having people talk about it. Um, and then I use things like Zoom um, for group coaching calls. I use ConvertKit for my email marketing. Um, what else? What else do you want to know? <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that uh, I saw that you use Demio. Uh, do you yeah. like that for your webinars and hosting? I don't know how, how long you've used that product. Yeah, so I've been using Demio for a year and I love it. I find that it's one of the easiest webinar tools. Um, I don't always do live webinars. Um, so I, I, a lot of them are either automated or I just have like months of the year where I don't do them. Um, so for me to invest into something like Webinar Jam just doesn't make sense. I don't like the automated webinar model anyways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like that like pretending they're live people on. And that's just my personal thing. Some people like it. Um, but Demio is really easy uh, to set up. And they have a lot of um, customization options that I found to be really nice for adding like um, during the class, adding in polls, adding in PDFs. Um, there's the live chat, sharing my screen. Um, there. It, it was just really easy to get started. I tried a bunch before I landed on that one. It's not like the cheapest thing in the world, um, but I find that when I need it, it is very, very um, good resource for me. And it connects with ConvertKit. So I can tag people, whether they've watched it live or watched the replay or you know how long they even stayed during the class. So I find that to be very helpful. Awesome. That's so cool. And I, I think it's great that um, there are so many tools out there to help people achieve certain results in their business. And the good thing is um, that I, I always tell people, don't let the fear of not knowing how keep you from doing what you need to get where you want to go. So I love that you have so much resources out there for people who say, I don't know where to start, or I am not sure how to apply all this knowledge and it's just ready to go. So thank you for putting all this amazing stuff out there. Yeah. Um, let's and talk I, about, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I, I, I want to emphasize that there are a lot of tools out there. And of course there's like the most optimal way to do something, but I'm a huge fan of just getting started. And that's why I like what you said that, uh, how you said that, because one of my friends used the analogy of driving a Ferrari around a parking lot. Like sometimes we're not ready for the Ferrari. We need a little Honda, you know, like we need, we need what we need to get from point A to point B and then we'll upgrade later. And so I think sometimes approaching your product in that way can be very helpful to just like test an idea, see if you even like it, see if people will buy it and then you can upgrade later. Yeah, no. And I, I think too, to go on that topic is that sometimes people feel that they do need that um, most expensive product, that the most expensive product will equal the best result when in actuality, that's not always the case, right? You can have some more affordable options out there. And that's why I like asking people what they've used in the past because not every single successful course creator or ebook marketer will use the most advanced system. And sometimes getting to the first stage of just putting it out there means that you'll have kind of a you know more affordable solution. Um, and that's okay. Like you don't have to be dishing out thousands of dollars right at the get-go, right? Like you can choose some smaller type of options out there just to get your foot in the door and then go from there. So great. Um, 
Let me just ask you a little bit more about what what's coming up. I know that you're speaking um, at PodFest Expo, so that's exciting. Tell us more about what's ahead in your business and what people can look out for. Absolutely, yes. I'm speaking at PodFest, which is exciting. I'm really excited about that. Um, And I am developing a new uh, product. So my word of the year this year was loyalty. And I'm going deeper with my current audience. And one of the most requested items has been a training specifically for social media managers. So I happen to have quite a few members in our program who actually joined because they're social media managers. So they need to know the business behind it all. Like, you know, building a strategy for yourself can be different than building a strategy for a client. There's a lot of information that it's in your client's head that you need. So how do you get it out? Uh, So things like that, I'm going to be teaching, um, hopefully launching the product. um, Well, it's more like a a mentorship program in April. Uh, So I'm really excited about that. We're going to do a soft beta launch. Um, It's going to be using the same tech that I'm currently using. Um, so Teachable and Zoom for, for group calls. Um, but I'm really soft launching it to my current audience to really go deeper with them and, and help them do the same thing that I do. Um, and this also came from a need from my, er, my own kind of space. I am completely booked with clients, which is great. Um, my team is wonderful, but they're at capacity. So in order to kind of maximize this, I need more people who know how to do what I know how to do. My team knows how to do. And so it's kind of twofold there. Uh, so I'm really excited about this upcoming mentorship project. Um, so that's kind of like the big thing on the list for 2020. Yay. And I love that you brought up word of the year because I also have a word of the year and it's a great process to kind of think and strategize in your personal life and your business, how you can focus in on your intentions. What's your word of the year? Oh, my word of the year is trust. Um, Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, trust in my business, trust in my relationships, trust in a higher power. I think that um, I chose, uh, you know, words for the last two years. And it's interesting to kind of look back and think, where I've come and how that word has kind of manifested itself in in different parts of my life. So I do love the word of the year. Yeah, me too. Mine last year was visibility Mm. and uh, I loved it, Uh, but I'm very introverted. So I was like, I need to pay attention to this, like what this visibility brought up. And like, like now that I'm out in the world more, like really go deeper with, with what that's brought up. So I'm I love the word of the year too, because I think it it's such a guiding light for your year. Um, and it can if you really focus in on it, I think it can bring a lot of good things. Yes. So everyone, you heard it. Do a word of the year. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, cool. So uh, Andrea, if someone was really interested in finding out more about your services and your school and programs, where could they find you online? Yes. So the best place to learn my strategy would be go would be to go to onlinedrea.com slash free. That's a free course that teaches my framework and you'll see some familiar things in there, like the five pillars we talked about today. Um, that's in the course. Uh, but then I hang out online everywhere at onlinedrea. Um, so that's the best place to connect with me. I'm personally loving Instagram stories right now. So I love that. <laughs> and also voice messages on Instagram. So if you send me a voice message DM, 
you'll make my day and I'll send you one back. (laughs) Yay. Voice messages. Love it. Well, cool. Thank you so much for all those amazing tidbits. You guys heard it here. Word of the year plus making social media count for your products and online business. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. 